Coming to you from the island of Hawaii, it's the Big Island Beat Podcast. And now, here's your host, Steve Roby. Aloha, and welcome to a special episode of the Beat Podcast. And I just have one guest today. It's my good friend and fellow media colleague, John Burnett of the Hawaii Tribune Herald. Welcome, John. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me. All right. You know, we've met at various shows when the Big Island had various shows going on. Our conversations were short, but fun. I got to pick your brain. You picked my brain. But for me, it was unsatisfying because I never really got to get into a good music conversation with you. And I know you're just such a a vast knowledge of music here on the Big Island. As are you. In fact, uh, you know, what you're doing now is great because uh, I I really don't get to do nearly as much entertainment coverage as I once did. You know, I've kind of been forced to take what they call um, a grown-up job or a (laughs) grown-up beat, if you will. Yeah, it's it's different here. I mean, uh, and it looks like it's going to be that way for some time now. That's sad. You know, the pandemic has shut down just about everything. And one of the things that has shut down the people enjoy the most is entertainment. Uh, Of course, uh, the artists can do their shows on uh, Facebook or whatever and put out their virtual tip jar. But it's just not the same. It's not the same. No, I agree with you. Well, before we get into the music and we're going to do this something different here, kind of a, a top five tunes premise for the show I'm kind of turning things over to you, and uh, we're going to pick your brain and let you go from number five to number one, just like they did back in AM radio days, and see what you've come up with. But before we get into that, uh, let's tell our listeners, and you know, with this podcast, it reaches beyond the Big Island, and uh, in my stats that I get for the podcast hosting service that I use, it tells me I've got listeners all around the world, which I I find exciting that somebody in Europe uh, would be listening to a podcast about the music scene here on the Big Island. Well, let's uh, let's dive into your background. How did you get involved with journalism and music? In a roundabout way. I mean, I was in garage bands as a kid, but I really never amounted to much as a musician. Um, I was in the Navy And I got into radio shortly thereafter and uh, did radio for about 30 years. I was a disc jockey for a while. Strangely enough, I found better success as a talk show host and as a newscaster. But I got into it for the most part because I really enjoyed music and I wanted to be a musician, but I knew I just really wasn't quite good enough to cut the mustard there. My radio career went south uh, somewhere in the 90s. I went back to school, got myself a degree, taught Uh, high school for a while, both at Hilo and Waikia High Schools in Hilo, and taught English and really probably was the worst history teacher uh, in the history of teaching. I I did have a a history uh, class as well. That's probably the worst English teacher in the history of teaching as well. And uh, after struggling for a while and doing some freelance writing, including an entertainment column in the old Hawaii Island Journal, I got hired on by the Hawaii Tribune Herald, and I've been there for 14 years now. I uh, started off in the, on the evening beat. We actually had an evening shift back then. We have much earlier deadlines now. and We no longer are printed in Hilo, so we have to wrap up early. And uh, it's printed in Kona and trucked over to the east side of the island. Mm-hmm. But uh, back in the day, I had a – I had well, you might call it a hybrid beat. I call it life's candy store, sports and entertainment. I mean, you know, the, talk about uh, really something I enjoyed – But uh, at one point they said, well, we need you to put your big boy pants on and take a grown-up beat, and uh, they gave me the crime beat. Ah, I see, I see. When you were doing uh, covering the music scene on the east side of the island, how long did you do that for? 
I did that probably for seven or eight years because I started doing it in the Hawaii Island Journal, I think about 1999. And, and there was more of an entertainment scene then, although there wasn't nearly the entertainment scene there was, I'd say, in the 1980s before mm. uh, they cracked down on drunk driving. Ah. You know, there were a lot more clubs and a lot more places to see music. Mm-hmm. I mean, there still are, and, they, and, and there still were at that point, but uh, it, it really was... Uh, in the 70s and 80s probably was the heyday, at mm-hmm. least in East Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always been more in West Hawaii because of the tourists. Is it safe to say that like the uh, the local papers here on the Big Island really are only the um, only evidence we have of what the music scene was, say, like in the 80s and 90s and maybe even before? Entertainment columns are very rare now to these days. But if you wanted to look back at the history of the music scene here on the Big Island, I guess the newspaper was the was the source. It was, and um, you know, and I and I really enjoyed the time I got to do that. You know, I got to do I got to do album reviews, I got to do oh, show wow. reviews, I got to do you know, and and, and um, I got I got to do previews of shows and things like that, and and, and talk to uh, musicians, famous, infamous, uh, unheralded, mm-hmm. and and it was a lot of fun. Boy, I miss those days. <laughs> I do too. Let's let's dive into the music, as they say. So what I did was, uh, before we uh, set up this show, I uh, emailed John and I said, John, let's do a top five tunes premise here, which I thought is kind of fun. Let me hear your top five tunes. And so you picked them out. You get to play DJ here. We're going to start with number five. What's number five? Well, I'll tell you first off that, it, you know, if you ask me on a different day, I might have had a different top five. I might have had a different order. But number five was Ledward Kaapana Ikona. Led was born in Kalapana from a musical family. That family still exists. And, and uh, Ikaika Marzo, who ran for mayor and who's a terrific slack key guitarist, very much in Led style, is one of his relatives. And so my number five was Led's signature song, Ikona. This version is from uh, George Winston's Dancing Cat label. It might not be Led's most fancy guitar picking, but it has that beautiful falsetto voice that he has. Mm-hmm. And it has uh, the Hawaiian trio in it. So uh, I picked that. It's just a great song.
And we're listening to the Big Island Beat Podcast with my guest today, John Burnett of the Hawaii Tribune Herald. That was a great song, John. What do you got for number four? Well, for number four, I've got Hilo's own Mark Yamanaka. Mark is probably best known for his falsetto vocals. And he started off with Johnny Lum Ho's Halal as part of uh, the three falsettos, kind of the Big Island's answer to the three tenors. Darren Benitez was the first. Kawana Torres Cahele was the second. And Mark uh, rounds out that trio. But Mark not only has a great falsetto vocal, he's also a wonderful baritone in his normal register and can sing country music like nobody's business. For sure. I picked something different. This is a cover that Mark did of 1991 country hit by Colin Ray called Love Me. Not Love Me like the Elvis song, but Love, comma, Me. Ah. And uh, a great song. And uh, it, it's really stripped down, and it shows Mark playing guitar. Mark is a very underrated guitarist. He's known as a vocalist. He's a great vocalist, but he's an excellent guitarist. And this is a prime example of it. I, I had the pleasure of uh, interviewing Mark and his son. He's bringing his son kind of into the music scene there. And the two of them just had a ball. It was a kind of a almost a private concert, I guess you could say, at the Canoe House at the Monolani Resorts uh, about a month or two ago. And the, the son, the son of Mark, <laughs> is uh, is quite talented, too. So it's good to see the, the traditions carrying on. He is very talented, and I believe he's going to school at uh, Grand Canyon University in Arizona. Right. And Mark is one of the nicest human beings you'll ever meet. Isn't he? God, he's a treasure to have, yeah. If I remember correctly, he has 14 hokus at uh, this point. And very humble about it, too, I might add. He is, you know, and he's also a car salesman, and you'd never figure that out. That's his day job. I'm sure people go there just because they want to buy a car from Mark. Yeah, he's got that personality for sure. Let's play uh, Mark Yamanaka here on the Friday edition of the Big Island Beat. And between now and then, 
Till I see you again I'll be loving you Love me I read those words just hours before My grandma passed away In a doorway of a church Where me and Grandpa stopped to pray I know I've never seen him cry In all my 15 years But as he said those words to her His eyes fill up with tears If you get there before I Don't give up on me I'll meet you in my chosen through I don't know how long I'll be But I'm not gonna let you down Darling, wait and see And between now and then Till I see you again I'll be Between now and then Till I see you again I'll be loving you Love me What's number three on your list? Number three is Napalapalai, and they were a trio at this point. And again, we talked about uh, the three falsettos from Johnny Lumho's Halal Band. Kawana Torres Gehele is the lead singer on this one. And uh, the other two in the trio, Kehau Tamare and Kehau Costa. Uh, this is the Kimo Henderson Hula, and it's a song written by the great Helen DeShea Beamer, who was the highly church organist. She died in 1952, the year before I was born, and she is the great grandmother of Kayla and Capono Beamer, and uh, just really one of the great songwriters in the Hawaiian music canon. She wrote this song about a home in Pi'ihonua who was owned by a Scottish businessman named Kimo Henderson, and uh, it's also called just the Kimo Hula. The song is stately. I don't know about the home. The home was said to be stately, but uh, if the home was anything like the song, it was something that uh, would be a sight to behold. Okay, let's give that a listen to now.
John, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show today, and I just love listening to you talk, and I miss reading your columns in the paper. They're so detailed. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, and I appreciate your music knowledge. I mean, I got to know you when uh, you wrote what is probably the definitive biography on Jimi Hendrix, and that was a page-turner. I couldn't put it down. All right. Thank you. Let's get back to the music. We're, we're, oh, I can't believe it. we're already on number two already. What, what do you got for number two? What's your number two pick? My number two is Akaka Falls and uh, by Darlene Ahuna. This was written by her biological aunt, of course, here in Hawaii. Everybody of a certain age is auntie or uncle. But uh, her biological aunt, Helen Lindsay Parker, wrote this. Absolutely great song. Originally in 3-4 time, Darlene, who has a great high vocal, which is a female falsetto, did it in 4-4 time. Darlene, by the way, a little trivia about her. Her maiden name is Darlene Green, and Cyrus Green, uh, the late great Cyrus Green, Hawaiian vocalist, was also her uncle. And uh, she was on the 1979 Hilo High School Girls Softball State Championship team. And uh, on the bus trip, she used to bring her ukulele along with her and entertain the team. And and uh, Coach Callan Pereira, who's now the Vulcans coach, but he was the coach of Hilo High School at that time, said she was great even then. Uh, Macaca Falls, Helen Lindsay Parker's song is done by her niece, Darlene Ahuna. Thank you. 
words of this song, Wailele wa Kaka, were written by the late Auntie Helen Lindsay Parker. Auntie Helen so loved this beautiful waterfall in the plantation village of Honomu, just outside of Hilo. Today, many enjoy its gracious beauty, and it is here that Auntie Helen will remain embraced by the beauty of Akaka Falls. on the Big Island Beat Podcast, the special Friday edition with my guest, John Burnett of the Hawaii Tribune Herald. All right, John, we're at number one now. Can you believe it? I wish we had a, a drum roll. roll um, audio. <laughs> Beat on your desk. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that, that was a pretty, pretty bad drum roll that I did there. Yeah. This is really the only not Hawaii-born artists that I have on the list here. Uh, and they're only part-time, big-time re- <laughs> big time, big island residents. Long Tall Deb and Colin John, they live part-time in Kona. Um, they're on the mainland right now, and uh, they record for Bob Margolin's label, Viztone. Bob Margolin, of course, was a Muddy Waters guitarist at one time. And uh, they are just great musicians. And uh, Colin and Deb sometimes play the Hilo Burger Joint. I mean, they play large venues. They play large audiences at festivals. And they also play small venues as well. I just absolutely love from the Dragonfly album, their version of Towns Van Zandt's Lungs. Mm -hmm. And it couldn't be more different from the original. Uh, Towns, of course, the great, late, great Texas songwriter. And uh, I think he would love this if he heard it. Oh, definitely, yeah. Both of them are a great treat to see uh, the times that I saw them play here on the Big Island. Especially there was a thing called uh, Six String Fling. And uh, they brought Colin John out for a couple of songs there. And he, he has such unusual instruments that he plays. And he gets a great sound. 
a good blues player, but uh, that was a great pick for number one, John. Yeah, well, Colin, uh, the, the six-string fling, and that's a really tough thing to say, he played basically the lap steel on that. And he and he came to Hawaii, and he picked up a slack key. He picked up lap steel. He is a virtuoso. But, of course, he started out as a blues guitarist or a blues rock guitarist. By the way, a dual citizen, a British American. His dad was from England. He grew up in Ohio. Deb is from El Paso, Texas, and you can hear the Texas in her voice, and you can hear the soul in her voice. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Okay, can't wait for this whole COVID thing to be over and and have them back playing the clubs. Same here. Yeah. Well, let's listen to Colin John and Long Tall Deb here on the beat. herself and called the devil partner wisdom burned upon a shelf who killed the raging cancer sail the river at its mouth take the water prisoner fill the sky with screams and cries bathe in fiery answer 
Friday edition of the Big Island Beat Podcast with John Burnett. I can't believe it. We went from five to one. John, thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. It was an absolute privilege and a pleasure. I really appreciate it. And once this whole pandemic thing is over, uh, let's go see some good shows. Let's do that. Let's have a couple and let's uh, talk about all the great music that we didn't talk about here. Right, right. Well, aloha, John. and Thank you again. Aloha. You've been listening to the Big Island Beat Podcast. For more info, go to BigIslandMusic.net and follow us on Facebook. Be sure to join us next week for another fun episode. Aloha.